This is Digital Breakthroughs, putting the spotlight on cutting-edge digital marketing strategies for your business. With your host, CEO of industry-recognized digital marketing and social media agency, National Positions, Bernard May. Welcome to Digital Breakthroughs Podcast, taking the latest from the digital marketing universe and bringing it down to earth. From SEO to social media, PPC to performance tracking, we hope you're ready for this week's breakthrough. I'm your host, Bernard May, CEO of National Positions based here in Westlake Village, California. This week, our digital breakthrough is all about accessibility. You may remember a couple of years ago, maybe even a couple of decades ago, where uh, restaurants and hotels and other public facilities needed to retrofit their facilities to handle people that were living with disabilities. Well, you may or may not know this, but websites need to be uh, ADA compliant. They have to be America's with Disability Act uh, was passed many years ago. And now there are requirements for websites to be accessible by those people who are living with disabilities. And I'm so excited today to introduce you to Matt Erickson. Matt Erickson is Director of Marketing for True Accessibility, and he is an expert in this area. So welcome, Matt. Great to have you here today. It's good to be here. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you taking the time. Uh, Matt, you know, uh, we always start out by uh, trying to find out a little bit about our guests, and I'd love to know a little bit about your background and a bit about uh, your uh, interest in marketing. Yeah, uh, well, we're going back about 12 years now. Um, I actually started, uh, marketing started backwards for me. I started in graphic design originally. So I was always, my degree was always focused on business or it was focused on, I was a fashion major at one time, you know, but it was always, you know, in that creative area, but also the business side of it. So when I decided to finally go back and get my undergrad and get that all together, I focused strictly on marketing and, uh, and international business. So from there, it kind of gave me a nice melding of the creative side, but also the business side. And when I knew I didn't want to be stuck behind a desk doing just sitting in front of Adobe for the next 20 years, uh, this seemed like a good, uh, good middle ground where I could flex both muscles. So yeah, and then uh, everything has gone from I've done channel marketing. So I was handling companies like Sony and Acer and things like this. And then to just uh, small businesses and then up to being where I am now, being a director of marketing. So I'm kind of handling all the spinning plates at one time. So uh, you balance the stress with the, with the creativity and the business, but uh, all in all, that kind of uh, is the, the in a nutshell version of how I kind of got to where I am right now. Fantastic. Well, it's wonderful to have you on the show. Um, tell us a little bit about True Accessibility. Yeah, so True Accessibility is a, is a new uh, venture that I'm now part of, which the whole goal of True Accessibility, which is trueaccessibility.com, is to kind of combat this issue that's been coming up for mostly small and medium businesses over the past 10 years, but really the last five years, which is, you know, small and medium-sized businesses are getting, you know, letters from lawyers saying, hey, if you don't have your site accessible to those living with uh, visual impairments or auditory impairments or motor skill impairments, then you're at risk of being, you know, getting a lawsuit leveled, you know, levied against you. So a lot of these small and medium businesses don't have the capital to risk, you know, a lawsuit. So they end up having to settle with uh, the lawyer, whoever's bringing the suit, and then also fixing their website at the same time. So there's a lot that goes into it, which I'm sure we'll get into, but that's the basic idea is to, we're trying to help 
business owners make their websites accessible to everyone, not just those maybe like you or myself who don't, uh, we don't live with any, you know, diagnosed uh, disabilities. But so if someone comes to your website and maybe they have a dyslexia, you know, and they can't, you know, read the content the way the rest of us do. So our technology and our tools help make the website really custom to whoever comes to that site. Um, they can change the colors if it fits them, if they have a color blindness and they can't see certain things, um, and on down the list. So we want to create a simple solution and an affordable solution that pretty much any business owner can take advantage of and set them up so they don't have to, A, deal with hopefully any kind of predatory lawyers, but also really open their business to people that may not have had access to their business before. And what does that market look like? I mean, how many people are uh, currently being excluded because they got disabilities? Um, right now, because we're focused in the United States right now, we haven't gone international yet, but the stats over the past couple of years, I believe uh, most recent one was around 60 million uh, there's diagnosed people in the, living in the United States, you know, living with disabilities. It, it breaks down to around one in four. It's around 26%. So this could be from, you know, anyone who's, you know, they're completely blind and they have to use a screen reader for their site or someone. It could be even like me. I actually have a little bit of dyslexia. So I have to read certain things over and over and I may not, you know, be able to do that unless I can spread the sentences apart on a page. So it's all ranges, but around... Yeah, around 26% of the population of the United States. So it obviously makes a lot of sense to have your site accessible to people. If it's going to be a quarter of the U.S. population, that's a huge number. Uh, we're looking at probably somewhere between 75 million people then, mm -hmm. if I've calculated right, maybe 60 to 75 million. Um, on the other side, of course, are these lawsuits. Yeah. Um, do the small companies need to worry about those kind of lawsuits? They 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 do, and it's this is what's kind of creeping up because this this really came into it was in the news for com for places like Coca Cola and for Home Depot and uh, who is it Harvard and MIT like they they had they were the big ones you know so they had lawyers coming to them first and they they would run into these situations where there were these mass filers. This is not the majority, but they would have one specific person in a specific state you know, working with a lawyer and filing hundreds, you know, of lawsuits against, you know, anyone who they would go to a site. Oh, they didn't have a screen reader that could be read. So then they would get these, you know, lawsuits sent to them. Those are the situations which most small and medium businesses can't connect to because, you know, those settlements could be six figures or in the millions, depending wow. on how big they were. But, you know, a good example of this is I used to live up in Sacramento, California, and I had friends in small business and I, this is going back 10 years. And they had bought a friend of mine who had a retail space, standalone building out on Fair Oaks Boulevard. And they bought this building. It's probably been there since the 60s, just a bit kind of a warehousey kind of building. And they were, I uh, was coming out of the gym one day and there was, there were front news on the paper because this, there was a lawyer who had came, who came to them and said, you, uh, there, the sidewalk right out in front wasn't, didn't have a designated wheelchair ramp. Um, again, they didn't build the building, they didn't do the foundation, and they didn't know that they needed to retrofit, you know, to, to handle this kind of thing. But they ended up having to not only pay, I think, around 10 grand to keep the lawyers at bay, but also then they had to pay for the construction to get all of this done. I mean, that's what a lot of businesses dealt with 10 or 12 years ago. It was the physical spaces they had to deal with. 
And now since I don't want to say it's run its course, you know, obviously now any company that's any company, any building uh, has to have had to be accessible to everyone. Now it's moved into the digital space. So since the bigger multi-million dollar companies have kind of already had their run, of course, Domino's was just in the news, you know, at the end of 2019, they had uh, someone who couldn't order, you know, on their app. They're still dealing with it. But now, uh, just from uh, the, the lawyer standpoint, they're now moving to smaller businesses, e-commerce businesses, who may be dealing, uh, doing a lot of business online. So uh, if you're a small business, then what, what does that mean online? Offline, we know about ramps. You spoke mm -hmm. about that. And you know about handicapped uh, capabilities at hotels and things mm -hmm. like that. But what does it mean to a, a business, large or small, yeah. when it comes to accessibility on the web it seems like uh you know something that i would not know where to start yeah and that's the thing is that a lot of small businesses they don't it's not their small and medium businesses it's not that they're unwilling they're just on a they're unaware you know because most of us you know, the majority of the the country let's say someone like me if i go to a site and i'm looking at a pair of sunglasses or a new cover for my phone. We don't think about going on and, oh yeah, I'll search to find what I need. Oh, there's the color I want. How do I check out? You know, I don't, you know, the, the images I see, I, I see exactly what it is. I just, I don't think about it. And that's how I think a lot of business owners, it's not, uh, it's, it's not, not caring of how they build their sites. It's, they're just unaware of, well, shoot, what if someone came to my site and, you know, they, they can't use the, the keys or the mouse the way I do to be able to put in their credit card number or to be able to um, ask a question if they have a problem and use the, uh, you know, use the chat function, you know, things like this where it's just every day the same way that a lot of us may not think of a wheelchair ramp. When we walk into a building, we walk up the stairs, we walk in, but there's a huge population that that does matter to. So... The, the reason it matters is because in a way, if we're coming from the, you know, the, again, the possibly getting sued standpoint, people are just unaware that this is a law now. You know, it's, you know, the Section 503 of the ADA. Uh, it's not a, you should do this. It's a, you need to do this or else, you know, you could be in violation of excluding people from your business, which is the other side. Like you were saying a minute ago, you know, 60 million people. You could be shutting off your business to a whole population that could use your services. You know, if someone's at home and their HVAC breaks down or they're, you know, they need help just like everybody else does. So they have to consider these things, even if they don't live with it every day. So you, you mentioned uh, trying to check out or trying mm -hmm. to do a particular uh, service on, the, uh, on someone's website. Mm -hmm. What? specifically if I'm a small business owner what do I need to do on my website what are the kinds of things that are covered by this uh, ADA compliance that's a long list there's about nine main areas but just to kind of give you the you know the high-level version anyone with a visual impairment even if they're not completely blind but anyone who's living with a visual disability anyone who has any motor function issues and this could also you know mean the, you know the elderly who, you know, if anyone has arthritis and they, maybe they can't click a mouse or navigate, um, anyone who can't hear what's going on. So if you have a video on your site, and it may be a fantastic video that talks, talks about your company and you have interviews, but if someone can't hear it, that content has to be closed captioned so people can read, you know, know what's going on. And um, 
that's just scratching the surface. Okay. And the thing is, it's always changing. So that's one thing that with true accessibility is that we didn't just want to provide a solution where it can just handle these things right now. We want to be able to have a solution where companies can not only get some kind of protection, quote unquote, for their site to be you know accessible to everybody, but also something that was cloud-based. So as there were updates made in the laws and different needs that need to be met, that we could actually update our technology in the cloud and small and medium businesses can still benefit from those. So obviously true accessibility helps uh, companies to solve these issues. Yeah. But can I just go back to my web designer for my website as an example at National Positions? You you can. Um, it is something you, you, you can do, but one of the problems that we have, you know, you know, we've run into is web developers, again, it's not that they don't care, just they don't know. So we may say, hey, we need more contrast because that's what someone read. Because I need my images to have contrast. Okay, great. But they don't know how much contrast. They don't know what colors are actually uh, allowed, you know, because certain people, again, if yes, you have contrast, but someone's colorblind and you have those colors in there. So the whole thing is you can, but you might spend more time actually trying to explain what all the regulations are and what your needs are than if you work with a company you know like ours who we have a web dev team who know exactly what all of those you know what those uh you know what those what is included in those nine areas and what may be different from an e-commerce site to a lead gen site to a blog site or whatever it's going to be uh, we can work faster and more efficiently rather than trying to go back and forth for weeks to try to get everything taken care of and also, uh, your web developer is going to be thinking from a web developer labor standpoint. So you are likely going to end up paying more with all the back and forth than to just work with a company like, uh, like True Accessibility. So one of the issues I see for all marketers is mm -hmm. that your website doesn't stay the same. It's mm -hmm. constantly changing. It's constantly evolving. Uh, how do you handle something like that? Cloud-based AI. So that's something that, like I was saying earlier, is <clears throat> it's one thing if... This actually goes back to your web dev question is that if you just said, hey, uh, Mr. Web Developer, I need to have all of these changes made to fit these specifications. Great. That's going to work right now. But what about in 2021, 2022? You know, what's, what if it, you know, something changes? So yes, we do have the 100% remediation part where we can go in and fix all your alt tags and fix all you're making sure everything can be read by, you know, screen readers and all of that. But we also have a plugin. And that plugin is what's going to be the living, breathing entity on your site. And it's not going to be intrusive. It's something that can be turned on if someone needs it, turned off if someone doesn't. But again, let's say this is a slight example. Let's say more studies were done. And you know what? That contrast, uh, there, there were some very specific things like, oh, it needs to be 8% this or whatever. We can work in the cloud. We put that, you know, we program that into our, into our plugin. And the site gets the benefit from that without having to go back and forth and do something new. So there's definitely the need to get your site compliant, you know, from a fully like getting the back end in place, but also using something like our tool, the true accessibility plugin, it allows you to keep your site up to date and it's not going to affect, you know, any other user. So thanks for that. And I'm a little worried now. You talked about lawsuits and you mm -hmm. talked about, um, Obviously, lawyers going off to businesses. Mm -hmm. What kind of, you know, and you talked about six figures, yeah. <laughs> which obviously makes me really concerned. So um, we have a lot of small businesses that listen to this podcast. Sure. 
what are we looking at? What are these attorneys trying to get out of uh, a, a typical small business? I don't want to lump every lawyer in a, you know, in the same group because there's obviously fantastic lawyers out there. But when it comes to small businesses, you're not, you know, I have yet to hear about a, uh, a compliance letter is what, you know, companies will get where they're saying, hey, it would be nice if you did this because it'd be a good thing to do. And that's it. It's just not, you know, there's always a, hey, our client uh, can't, our, the screen reader won't, won't work on your site. So to keep this out of a higher court and going on to where you could be a, you know, a straight up violation for violating a law. And I think it's, I think for a full on, if you went all the way, it's like 50 grand for the first violation and it can go up from there after that. But these lawyers are looking for kind of like I was saying, people who don't know what they don't know. And that's one thing that just knowing, just listening and knowing that this is something that, you know, can come back to bite you. That's, that's, you're, you're 80% above most of the people because they just, now you're aware of it. So a lot of these lawyers, they're, they're looking to, we will sometimes call them predatory lawyers. They were, they, they were, they're looking to get, um, a low hanging fruit payoff and then, but you're still responsible, you know, in the settlement to get your site up to a certain, you know, certain bar. So, so the, the fact is lawyers who do this, just like going back 12 years, who would go along the same block and hit every business who had an old building, who made it, they hadn't retrofit their ramps or their bathrooms with, with, uh, you know, with bars for, you know, people who need, who need that. Um, it was kind of easy pickings. So now, since a lot of people don't know, they're kind of running into the, they're doing the same thing. They're just running through trying to find the small and medium ones who don't know what they don't know. And they're easy to be scared. You know, if you get a letter from a lawyer, just like if any of us messed up on our taxes and we got a lawyer, you know, thing from the IRS, we, we have a panic. We're going to freak out. They're using the fear factor to try to build small and medium businesses for cash that we believe they shouldn't have to, to just pay out because okay. it's not fair. So um, I don't think you answered that exactly, but does was I tap dancing <laughs> a little bit? <laughs> well, I, I think our listeners are interested to know dollars and cents, but mm-hmm. um, the ADA itself—did yeah. they have a fine? Do they find people? Are they going out finding people as well? And, and what is the fine? You know, what is that fine? Yeah, well, that was the you know the the, the ADA. Just like most laws that are put into place, it's our responsibility as citizens to follow them. So it's not like the ADA is then going, great, we're going to let everyone know what the new regulations are. You know, I mean, I'm sure most of us driving, we didn't, maybe we didn't use our signal, so we're actually breaking a law. Like that we know. But uh, the ADA is not specifically hiring lawyers to go and do this work. But if it got to the point where if you did get a compliance letter and you, did not, you just completely ignored it and figured, ah, you know, Maybe it is a lawyer who does have, he, he's willing to take things to the next level depending on how much revenue your business brings. So if it then got to a higher court and actually you were found, yes, you're in complete violation. You're not trying to fill us in. You're talking 50 grand for wow. the first straight up violation. And I think it's 100,000 for the next one. So if you consider, okay, is it worth that? Uh, I would always say no. <laughs> so that's, I mean, that's the that's the risk you're running. You know, if you decide that you're not going to, uh, you know, if you're just going to ignore this kind of thing. So we think it's, it's easier to get ahead of the, ahead of the eight ball and be able to 
even uh, even if you had 80% of it taken care of, uh, that's going to be much less likely that a lawyer is going to come to your site and see that, oh, they are doing some kind of accessibility work with this plugin and they're hovering over images and the, the alt tag on the images says, yes, this is a dog with a holding a bone. You know, like they're not going to, that's going to be too hard for them to try to find something wrong. So they're going to move on to somebody else. So if someone gets a demand letter or mm -hmm. someone uh, hears from a lawyer, what should they do? Don't panic. That's the first thing is um, you, you, you don't, you don't want to immediately just jump, jump on a call and say, yes, I'm just going to pay them and I'll just give them whatever they need. So uh, I would highly recommend, we actually have a whole page on this on trueaccessibility.com. It's under a section called being sued. So if you get a compliance letter, it breaks everything down. But the first thing is, you know, don't panic. Second one is research the firm. I mean, a quick Google search, you'll pro you may find out that, oh, there are many other companies that have been dealing with this. And there have been cases where several businesses together have kind of pulled, you know, pulled their collective uh, might and uh, done a done a collective response back to the lawyer like hey we know what you're doing and you know we're going to be taking care of this but you're not going to take advantage of us is that normal i haven't heard as many things i haven't heard as many instances of that as companies that just get scared and just immediately want to pay off the lawyer and do all that but the last thing is to research research yourself like what they're saying your site isn't doing and see if it's even correct because there's a chance, um, <clears throat> just for example, let's say in between sending the letter, you heard about this subject and you had a plugin like ours on your site, and by the time it gets to you, they're wrong. They're absolutely wrong. So make sure that there's validity to what's actually being said. And if there is something, you know, if there is something that's actually wrong, uh, then do your research of how you can actually take some steps to fix it before you move to the next step and actually go ahead and contact that lawyer and see how you can resolve the situation. So um, Simon Sinek has a great book. It says, Start With Why, mm. where he says, it's mm. not what you do, but why you do it. So yes. when it comes to true accessibility, what, what is that why? To make, the, to, wait, to make the web accessible to all. That's wonderful. Okay. That's, that's, that's it. Good. And if our listeners want to learn more or try out true accessibility for themselves, mm -hmm. how can they get started? Yeah, you can go to trueaccessibility.com and we have uh, two options right off the bat, depending on if you, because we can understand if someone's touching your site, you can be a little worried about who's touching my site, what are they doing? Uh, we have a free plugin that people can try. It's one line of code. It's a copy and paste line of code for most of the websites, depending on the complexity of your website. Even that free plugin can t resolve up to around 50% of compliance issues. As a uh, small business owner, if I wanted to find out if I have accessibility issues, because maybe I don't, Sure. Um, is there a tool out there? I know there's so many marketing tools. Yeah, well, yeah, well, luckily the, there is a tool out there you can use and it's not even a marketing tool. It's called the Wave, we call it the Wave tool, but it's Wave, it's just a Chrome extension. If you're not using Chrome, you should be using Chrome. But yeah, you can download that and put in, you know, put it right in your site and it'll tell you right off the bat, oh, you have X amount of issues. It'll give you some high level, you know, you have um, forms that can't be read or there's images cannot be seen or there's no alt tags. So it'll give you an idea very, very quickly if you have very few or no issues or a boatload of issues that you need to uh, attend to. So yeah, just get the Wave tool, just search Wave Chrome extension, you'll find it. Great, well, that sounds like a nice, easy solution. Easy solution. So one of the things that I ask all our guests are, are there any marketing resources, blogs, books, 
uh, videos that you go to on a consistent basis that you'd like to recommend to our audience? Just marketing in general? Yeah. Um, I'm, I bounce around. I listen to a lot of audiobooks. Um, so one of the last audiobooks I listened to was called uh, Hit Refresh by, I cannot remember his name, but I should know his name, but it's the CEO of Microsoft and it's how he's turning Microsoft around. That's a, that's a great one. Simon Sinek, you mentioned a moment ago, I've read his Start With Why and, and Leaders Eat Last. Those are great. And then there are also podcasts. Gary V has a podcast, if that's your flavor. He's not everyone's flavor. Uh, but yeah, there, there's, there's really endless podcasts and books out there. My recommendation is find something that's in the niche you're looking for. Because if you just do marketing, you're going to find everything. But if you're looking for search engine optimization or Google ads or things like that, I just use uh, Audible and go to town. So Matt, if there's one thing that you want our audience to take away from this discussion we've had today, what would that be? It would be that as scary as this can sound, everything we've talked about, um, if you approach it from a business standpoint, just a level head, like, hey, my goal is to make my site accessible to these millions of people that have not had access to it before. Go with that angle. You know, this, it's not just because of the lawsuits. It's, it's a good thing to do. It's the right thing to do, and it's the lawful thing to do. So start simple. Use that wave tool that you brought up earlier, and then try our free plugin and uh, see how it can be pretty simple to get the ball rolling. Our guest is Matt Erickson with True Accessibility. We'll return with Matt in just a moment. National Positions is an award-winning performance-based marketing agency based in Los Angeles, Dallas, and New York. Our creative campaigns have fueled real-world results for our clients across all industries and have even been recognized by the Academy of Interactive and Visual Arts. Our mission is simple, to grow your brand using strategies 100% tailored to your needs and goals. For our listeners to this podcast, we are offering a special one-hour free audit or consultation with one of our digital marketing experts. Please contact us at 877-866-6699. That's 877-866-6699. Or visit our website at nationalpositions.com. To contact you, how would they best do that? Uh, the best way, the easiest way usually is just email. If you just you know, do contact at True Accessibility, that will come to me. Again, if you go to our site, you'll uh, probably have info at True Accessibility, but just hit our contact page, trueaccessibility.com backslash contact, and you'll have our number there as well. So you can call us directly, or you can fill out the form right there, let us know how we can help, and we'll get right back to you. Wonderful. And so uh, for all the listeners to this podcast, True Accessibility is providing us a free plugin. So yes. I would like to recommend that all of you visit trueaccessibility.com and uh, just request the free plugin on the contact page. Is that yeah. right? You can go to the contact page. You can request the free plugin. You can request the pro version seven day for free. And also, we do offer a free risk assessment if you wanted to go 100% compliant, which is what we want everyone to eventually do. I'd like to thank our guest, Matt Erickson, Director of Marketing for True Accessibility. To get your free True Accessibility plugin, please visit trueaccessibility.com or call 833 291 6373, that's 833-291-6373. I'm Bernard May, CEO of National Positions. Thank you for listening to Digital Breakthroughs. We hope you'll join us again next time.
You've been listening to Digital Breakthroughs, featuring experts in all the areas of cutting-edge digital marketing. Digital Breakthroughs is hosted by Bernard May, CEO of leading social media and digital marketing agency, National Positions, located online at nationalpositions.com.